A warm welcome to everyone. At Central Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, we believe God's love is expansive and unconditional, and that through Jesus Christ, God has called us to love one another as God loves us. We welcome believers who seek to journey in faith with Jesus Christ, as well as questioners who have doubts or do not believe. At Central, we honor other holy histories and traditions as we celebrate the worth, dignity, and gifts of every person as a child of God. We welcome all persons into membership who seek to follow Jesus Christ regardless of previous religious affiliation, mode of baptism, gender, race, ethnic background, age, sexual orientation, economic circumstance, or family configuration or ability. Welcome! Welcome to Central On The Go, a worship podcast for everyone. Whether you are looking to deepen your faith, explore faith formation, or are just curious about what you may hear, you are welcome in this community. This podcast was designed to bring worship experiences to a busy world. However, as you come into this worship, wherever you are, we invite you to slow down, pause, take some deep breaths, and open your heart to the Spirit's movement in your life today. I'm taken by the way this morning's scripture begins. As Elizabeth read to us, Jesus came to the lake of Gennesaret, that's the Sea of Galilee, and he saw two boats, and he saw the fishermen on the shore washing their nets. And as I read that, the phrase that came to my mind was, all washed up. Peter, after all, says to Jesus, Master, we've been working all night, and we've caught nothing. They fished. They failed. All that they pulled into their boat all night long were empty nets. They were literally and metaphorically all washed up. And I'm wondering if you can identify I mean, have you ever given something your level best only to come up empty? I mean, I'm talking about pouring yourself out, heart, mind, soul, might, to something or somebody, but over the course of time, all you get in return are diminishing results to where you say, I'm all washed up. Wondering if you can identify. Jenny and I came to Lexington eight years ago after a 12-year missionary expedition sailing on the North Phoenix Sea, trying to start a new church from scratch. And I want you to know, I can't even begin to list the number of empty net all washed up feelings that we went through. We had no sooner gotten out there in the summer of 2002 than Jenny's dear mother died back in Virginia. 
And so we all got on board a plane and flew back from Phoenix to Virginia. And when we returned to Arizona, we embarked upon several months of meeting people day in and day out, going anywhere we could go, knocking on doors, joining organizations, sharing with people our vision of a new church and looking into absolutely disinterested faces. To the point that I'll never forget one night in the darkness of our bedroom, Jenny said out loud to the dark, when is the first person going to show any interest in this church? Some of you have told me, confided in me, that you feared that the good ship Central was all washed up, submerged in debt, declining numbers, diminishing morale, beleaguered facilities, etc., etc. After 200 years of sailing the seas of, of faith, the good ship Central grounded on a sandbar. Thud. Not going nowhere. All washed up. Jesus, according to Luke, came to those fishermen who were sulking over those empty nets and he spoke to them. And I want you to know that in speaking to them, he flunked pastoral care. Let me tell you how Jesus flunked pastoral care. Luke tells us that he saw the fishermen who had gone out of the boats. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and he, and here's where he flunks pastoral care. He said, put out into the water. Do you hear that? What he said was, get back to work. If he had studied Carl Rogers in seminary, like Pastor Elizabeth and I did in our pastoral care, Jesus would have known that what he should have said was, I see you have empty nets. You must be discouraged, disheartened, upset. But he didn't say that. Neither did he say, I'm feeling your pain. He didn't say that. Neither did he say, well, you know, you've had a good run. Central's been at it for 200 years. Nothing lasts forever. Be thankful for what you had. He didn't say that. Neither did Jesus say, you know what? You can't catch fish in this old boat anymore. You need to contemporize things. And so you're in luck because on the count of three, I'm going to snap my fingers and a brand new fiberglass fishing machine is just going to drop down out of the sky with a 300 horsepower Evan Root outboard motor. And you're going to start doing some fishing. And while I'm doing that, why don't you take that preacher, tell him to get out of that robe and find some cool jeans. Stand up there and preach. The he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Jesus didn't say any of that. He didn't pity them. He didn't try to put a positive spin on things. He didn't try to offer a quick fix. Rather, direct 
and to the point, he said, get in the boat, go fishing. Now, having said that, I want to say to all of you, thank you, Central Christian Church, for heeding Jesus' command and for being willing from day one of my arrival to get to work. We have worked hard together. When I arrived, there was no fussing, no finger pointing, no blaming, no woe are weeing, no whining. Truth be told, I didn't know what to do other than to do what Jesus told those first disciples to do. And so on my first Sunday, I preached this very passage on my first Sunday because what caught my attention back then was, A, a ship was aground, washed up on a sandbar. B, I was called to come and join the crew responsible for leadership of this ship. And C, Jesus said, put out from the shore. Go to work. Start fishing. What I heard back then was get back to work doing the things that disciples of Jesus Christ do. Preachers, preach. Singers, sing. Teachers, teach. Administrators, administrate. Lovers of justice and mercy, do justice and love mercy. Ministry team leaders, Minister, deacons, deke, elders, eld. You know what I'm saying. Get back to, to work. And you did. We all got into the good ship central from day one. And we put out from the shore. And we cast our nets. And we did what we do, being the church, receiving and reciprocating God's love to neighbors near and far. And the good thing it was that we did that because truth be told, I didn't have any plan B. All I knew to do was to follow Jesus' lead in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that meant all aboard, all hands on deck, we're putting out into the water, and we're going to work. Now, I say all this to tell you what I heard eight years ago when I preached on this passage. But what I want to tell you today is what I heard this week. And that's what Jesus said after what he said when he told the disciples to put out into water and go to work again. Namely, it says that after they put out into the water, he taught from the boat, and when he had finished teaching, he said to Simon, here it is, put out into the deep water. <laughs> put out into the deep water. I want you to know that Jesus Christ, the captain of, of this ship, says, put out into the deep 
water. He says, you're in a seaworthy vessel. You have a competent and committed crew. You have a vitalized and gifted congregation. He says, all systems are go, so go deeper. Those are Jesus' words, not David Shirey's. Now listen, I'm taken by the progression of this passage. Listen, the progression of phrases that Luke uses. When Jesus first comes to them, they are, quote, at the water's edge, all right? After he gets in the boat, he asks them to put out a little from the shore. And after he teaches them, he tells them to put out into the deep water. Brian Stoffregen, a commentator that I was blessed by this week in preparing this, says maybe this sort of corresponds to deepening expressions of faithfulness in following Jesus Christ. You know, first on the shore, and then out a little bit in the water, and then going deeper. Which made me ask myself this week, and I'm just going to pass it on to you this morning. It's a question that I sort of sense the Holy Spirit sort of whispering to me, and I'm going to speak it out loud to you. Namely, in terms of the exercise of your faith right now, are you hugging the shore? Do you have your big toe in the water? Are you sort of waiting at waist level? Or are you heading out? to the deep. Now, I'm going to say this. If you're human, like me, the thought of heading out into deep water sort of gives me pause. Does it you? I mean, after all, deeper means danger, right? In deep water, we're, we're over our heads. You can drown in deep water. There are big, ugly critters in deep water down there that you can't see that can see you flailing up above and they're looking at you with evil intent. Things can get dicey in deep water when the wind blows up and the waves start to roar. Deeper means danger and I want you to know that as Central Christian enters into this time of transition, you're going to be tempted to remain within your comfort zone and to head for the shallows and maybe even find some safe harbor to put up the good ship central in dry dock somewhere and just sort of sit and do nothing in a safe place. But if you do that, I want you to know what you're doing is expressly contrary to what Jesus Christ tells you to do. He says to his disciples, he says to all of you, put out into the deep water, to which he adds, do not be afraid. Or as we sang, fear not, I am with thee. Oh, be not dismayed, for I am thy God and will still give thee aid. As we sang, when through the deep waters I call thee to go. He tells us, to put out into the deep waters, and not to be afraid. And we can take Jesus Christ at his word. Be of good courage and put out into the deep water, which raises the question, of course, what would go deeper mean 
for the good ship Central at age 206. I mean, we're 206 years into the voyage. What would it mean for the good ship Central to go deeper? Now, Captain John Tackett, as the moderator of our congregation, and I'll say to Kim Joyner and Rod Brewer as the chair and vice chair of our board, and I will say to all of our ministry chairs, and I'll say to elders and deacons of Central Christian Church, as leaders of this church, I charge you, I admonish you to make sure that this ship continues to head out into deeper water. I admonish you as leaders of this church to hoist the mast high so that it can pick up the mighty wind of the Holy Spirit and you can be carried into the future that God has for you. You see, the prophet Isaiah said on God's behalf, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Don't you perceive it? I want you as leaders of this church to strive to perceive the new things that God will be calling this congregation to do. And I want to tell you this, listen carefully. Sometimes doing a new thing means discontinuing some old things that are no longer effective or efficient. Take some discernment. But I trust you as leaders of this church to help this church to continue to be directed more deeply. Elizabeth, as the pastor of the Good Ship Central's pilot house, my dear sister, you know your call. Reconnect a congregation that has been disconnected by COVID. Elizabeth, deepen your relationship with all these dear people and help them to find ways to deepen their relationship with one another. During the pandemic, we learned it was possible to sort of do church online, and it was convenient, and it was safe, and thanks to Chris Teasdale, it was a wonderful experience. Thanks be to God for that. But Elizabeth knows that the Greek word that's translated church, ekklesia, means the gathered assembly. The gathered assembly. And so, Elizabeth, you know your call. You're already at work at it. You have a beautiful objective in the strategic plan that aims to gather our people and to connect them in ways of service with one another. Plan the work and then work the plan, Elizabeth. Go deeper in relationships and connections. Michael and Grant, go deeper. Can I pivot for a moment here? Go deeper. Imagine the new horizons that Central's music ministry can take. Don't sing the same old song, but the psalmist says, sing a new song unto the Lord. Nobody wants to sing, shallow river, Lord, my heart. We want to sing about deep rivers, Michael and Grant. Take us deeper. Now let me ask you. Because a church is made up of the people. And so let me ask you a question now. What would it mean for you to go deeper in your walk with Jesus Christ?
And hear me when I say that if you can't answer that question concretely, then you have already answered it. That means you have no plans. You have no intentions to grow. You're by default going to be a landlubber disciple, anchored in the shallows, splashing in the kiddie pool of faith, building sandcastles in the sand. When Jesus Christ says, go deeper. Listen, listen. If we are not intentionally going deeper, intentionally going deeper, then the currents of self-comfort will always draw us back into the shallows and to the shore. And so I want to encourage every one of you to spend time in prayer in these next weeks and months asking God, what would it mean, Lord, for me to go deeper? As one of your followers, journal your thoughts. Find one other person that you can share your thoughts with and be accountable to each other and set your internal compass to D for deeper. As for me and my house, I felt eight years ago that if Jenny and I came to Central Christian Church, we would have to go deeper in our faith, in our leadership, in our service. And I want you to know that after these eight years, it's true. We've gone deeper with you, and as a result, our lives have been changed, and we're different people. We're better disciples. We're more faithful followers of our God for having sailed with you, but I want you to know what you do know, and that is in eight days we've hired a motorboat to come out next to the good ship central out here on the high seas so that we can disembark and you can continue on your way. And I want you to know that you're going to have new called and gifted crew members arriving in the weeks ahead. God is good. God will provide. Jesus bids all of us go deeper. He says, don't be afraid. He says, God is our refuge and strength, a present help in times of trouble. Though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, we will not fear. And so all hands on deck because the good ship central is going deeper. Let all aboard say A pillar belief of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ is the practice of sharing communion with all people unconditionally. The Oxford Dictionary defines communion in two ways, one being the service of Christian worship at which bread and wine are consecrated and shared. Given the format of this worship experience, we can't quite share bread and wine with one another. However, the second definition offers a different perspective, saying communion is the sharing of thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level. This is the definition we are inviting you to lean into. We hope that you will be in communion this week with someone you can have a deep and meaningful conversation with. You might discuss what you heard here, or you may discuss some other meaningful topic. Our hope is that no matter where, 
when, or how you participate in communion, the practice will serve as a reminder that you are a beloved child of God, worthy of a place at his table. Thank you for listening to Central on the Go. Our prayer is that this was a moment of peace, pondering, and positivity in your day. We hope that you will continue to interact with us through this podcast and give us the opportunity to connect with you by visiting our website, which is linked in the description. Now, may you go in peace and may the peace of God be with you always.